Hello, everybody. It's Teresa Puckett with Relational Parents. Welcome to episode two of the podcast. Today, I wanted to talk to you about something that when I really realized it, when I learned this and really got it, it was such a big aha for me that it informed the it started informing how I related to my own sons. And now it also really informs how I coach other parents and how when I'm doing workshops or whatever it is I'm doing, it's a huge, um, it's a huge thing. And, and the idea is the crux of it is that children are great observers. They watch everything that is going on around them, right? Um, from, from babies, from infants, they are great, great observers. And they are terrible interpreters of what it is that they are observing. So think about like, you know, the infant who is so happy playing with mom, playing with mom. Mom steps away, 10 feet away, um, maybe even out the doorway and baby, you know, interpretation is mom is gone forever. I don't know when I'm going to see her again, screaming, crying. Um, So terrible interpreters of what is happening. So Um, Their lens is very different. The perspective that that kids see the world through is very different than our own and as well it should be, right? We've had, not not that one is right and one is wrong, but it's very different. They've had much less experience in the world. Um, and hopefully we have accumulated some wisdom that they haven't had the opportunity to accumulate. But in any case, um, on whatever topic, the the lens is generally very different and it's totally natural. So I wanted to share with you as I was thinking about, um, this whole topic, the thing that, that comes to me immediately is something that uh, I remember from my childhood. Um, I remember very, very young, you know, three, four, five, six years old hearing about California because my cousins had some other cousins that lived in California. So I would overhear conversations and my mother would be talking to my aunt or whatever it was about California. And it was always about how different it was and it was a magical place and things did not operate on the same time scale there and just all of these massive differences about California. Now this is a quite a while ago, okay, decades and decades. So um, I'm going to tell you up until the age of, I don't remember if I was six and a half or seven, but up until that age, well, I'll just tell you when I was seven and I actually realized and someone pointed to California on a map, I was like, what? I didn't realize. I thought California was like heaven. I thought California was literally in the sky somewhere because that's where I, um, that's where I I thought heaven was. Right. So I was, I was so, 
um, I don't know. I guess I realized I was disillusioned. I had been telling myself something and just understood something that was so obviously so wrong. So great observers. I knew a lot of things about California, but terrible interpreters. It's uh, it's actually a real place, right? A real state. <laughs> so so there was that. Um, the other the other thing that uh, I, I I this is. This is a little, this is part confession here too. Um, 30 years later, okay, so I'm 37, maybe a few years even more than that. Um, when my second son was born, I decided I was going to get certified as a Montessori teacher. So uh, that's what I did. And I did that for a number of years and I loved it. And so when my, uh, when my older son was about, he, he must have been three three, maybe four, but I think he was three. Um, I was teaching in the Montessori school that he attended and I was in a different classroom. And in my classroom, there was a little boy who was very, very shy. And he and I had a great relationship. We had tremendous rapport. I would give him lessons and he would interact with me in, um, in, he wasn't outgoing with me, but he would interact in a, a little bit of a different way. So he really, we had a bond. And so his fourth birthday was coming up and he invited me and my son to his birthday party. Now, my son didn't really know him very well, but my uh, my thought was, oh, it's fantastic. You know, he will love um I love going to this birthday party. It'll like get him out and it, you know, it will help him be social and all this great stuff to justify that we would both go. Um, and so, so we went and it was, um, it was kind of a traditional birthday party. I can't remember where it was, but it was at one of these places that uh, you can have that hosts the parties. And every 15 minutes, all the kids are rallied and they go do something else. Everybody does the same thing for 15 minutes and then it changes in 15 minutes and whatever it was. So my son was um, really used to Montessori at this point, which is uh, a different style, right? He's master of his own time. He gets to decide what he does and all of that. And so um, he, he did not, I will just say he, uh, he ran, he ran and he did all this stuff and, um, and it just wasn't his style necessarily. But at the end of the party, before we left, um, my uh, my little student, my little four-year-old student, um, his mom said, "Hey, let's get a let's get a picture with the two boys and everything." And so, of course, I you know, oh, okay, sure, great. And so we both took pictures of the two boys, and. I think at that time it was like still film. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't remember. I, I believe it was though, because I think it was a little bit of time before I got that picture back. And when I got it back, I saw my student, the birthday boy, and he looked really shy, but he looked happy. It was his birthday. And I saw my son who just looked absolutely miserable, like really, really miserable, like, wow, tortured even. Um, 
not mad, not rage, but, but just tortured, like what, uh, you know? And I remember thinking, what on earth was I thinking? And, and then I, I spent a lot of time thinking about it. It was like, wow, I was really caught up in my perspective. This is going to be good for him. He's going to like this. And I was pleasing this other family. And I was pleasing, you know, this little boy that was my student and his mom. And I was not... Um, I wasn't really considering. Now, my my little three-year-old trusted me, and I don't know that he could have articulated, no, I don't want to go, you know. He just wasn't, he didn't have, you know, he didn't have that level of awareness. He didn't know what it would be like. Um, but had I been observing him, I would have seen that he was not having fun. He was... He was observing what was going on. He, he, I, I don't know what that, uh, that gorgeous little three-year-old must have been interpreting for, you know, mom, mom made me do this, you know, but I do know that that was the last time that, um, that I, uh, I tortured him in that way, I will say. And it was the last time that I, um, I assumed that um, I knew best without really watching and checking in and being just more conscious and more present. Um, so, so that was a big, big lesson for me. And it's um, it's our choice to become aware, and it's our choice to um, to understand that. Our kids don't have our perspective. They're not running on the same set of beliefs and the same um, the same wiring as we have. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about that a lot more. There, there's so many things underneath that, and there's so much juicy stuff, right? Um, and there's a lot of ways to, uh, to go about this, but they're always interpreting and they're always making their own meanings about what's going on around them. And, um, hopefully, um, hearing, hearing my, my story about (laughs) what I really made my son do, um, and the, uh, the big ahas that I had afterward, um, you know, let me know what, uh, what came up for you and, uh, and how you might, uh, <laughs> you might sidestep that and you might be able to use that to, um, to really show up in a bit of a different way and, uh, and not make the same mistake that I made. So with that, I will leave you. I hope you have a terrific day and, uh, always, always uh, open to your feedback. Take good care. Until next time.